When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, Kules. Welcome to the Barca Talk Cafe. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in Madrid, Spain. And most Fridays, Mariana Guzman of Conexión Deportiva and Ale Barca Podcast joins me from Barcelona. As we talk the latest FC Barcelona and football from Spain, Mariana, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Hello. I am I'm happy because it's almost Friday. So <laughs> it's like end of the week. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We were just talking beforehand. I feel like everyone in Spain has the death flu that's going on. It's not COVID, but it's the flu. A lot of people in my office have it as well. How are you feeling? Are you feeling better than you were last week? Well, yes, I'm better, but I'm not. I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have, I, I have a I'm funny like, thing to tell you. So tell my mother, it. my mother, she <laughs> English is her second language, and whenever. I had sports or whatever, and she would talk to my friend's parents. They would always, how are you doing? And my mother, without without a doubt, would always say, surviving. And when I was a child, I thought it was the funniest thing because oh I thought that was surviving. basically, yeah, I thought it was the only phrase that she really knew. But in all honesty, I think, you know, in the last three years, I think it's a good way of just saying, yeah, you know, I'm fine and I'm I'm moving on. I'm surviving, you know? It's like now you're a grown-up man and you understand that, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> that's, for sure. that's, that's funny because it's true. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for sure. It's funny because it's true. Well, I'm surviving <laughs> <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> well, we have a lot to talk about. This week has been... The start of Champions League that Barcelona saw a 1-0 defeat in Milan. So we're going to, in today's episode, we're going to talk about these three things. These are the three things I want to talk about. I want to talk about your favorite coach, Julian Lopetegui, being dismissed from Sevilla. Yes. I also want to talk. I know, I know, I know, I know. And we're also going to talk about Barcelona's defeat, obviously, on Tuesday night. And then we're also going to talk about the match this weekend in Celta. And last, the last thing we're going to talk about is the messy news that is, gaining a lot of fire here in the last two days here in Spain. So after the break, we're going to dive into your favorite coach from Sevilla. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
got your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Marty. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And I, so your favorite coach, and I say this as joking, you know this, your favorite coach, <laughs> Julian Lopetegui, was dismissed officially today from Sevilla Football Club. How are you feeling? I, I, I joked at you. Are you sad? Is this, is this I was a, like, yes, I am. <laughs> is this is this a is this a proper sacking or firing of a coach from Sevilla? Do you think it was fair? Do you think they should have given him more time, or do you think that was it that he couldn't do any more with Sevilla? No, I mean, of course, I think it wasn't fair because at the end of the day, it's like you have a team, and all of a sudden, because of these. Um, board the directive board they're like all these best players or not only like their best but key players are out of the team so it's like yes those players are out but they still want the same or better results so to me it's completely unfair you know it's just it's to me it was just part of a plan you know like they they want him out and they did this kind of on purpose, you know, that's what I feel. And I was like really touched by the way that the fans were like seeing Lopetegui and people were like, yeah, like clapping and supporting him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you felt when Monty was like, no, no, you come back. Was, was a little bit too much for you because... Yes. Yes, because media here were like, oh, he's trying to have like his moment, his Lopetegui's moment. Um, I must be honest, like in that moment, I was like, oh, I was almost tears. Now I'm joking. <laughs> but I was really <laughs> tough. I was really touched. And people like the media was like, no way that like he was trying to, I don't know, to steal the show, you know. For sure. I think, you know, here in Spain, Monchi is beloved, right? Because of what he's been able to do the last couple seasons and also before that in his first term as a sporting director for Sevilla. And the reason I wanted to bring this up because there is a lot of parallels what Sevilla is going through financially that Barcelona were going through, but Sevilla don't have the palancas 
that exactly. Barcelona have to make these moves. And like you said, Sevilla lost key players. We were able to take Conde from them, and they were not able to replace that. Now, the only thing with Lopetegui, you know, he wasn't my favorite coach at all because of what he did with Spain and Real Madrid, obviously. Just really quick, he had 170 matches under Sevilla with a 52% win percentage, which is not the best, but obviously he has a Europa Cup title under that. And to me, I just think, like you said, I think Monchi was trying to steal the, you know, steal kind of that spotlight from what was happening and really trying to say like, it's, you know, it's about the club. It's about the club and it's not about the coach. And now Jorge Sampoli is going to be the new coach of Sevilla. I mean, I don't think he's going to make that much of a difference because like you said, I think the roster yeah. is not that strong. And I also wanted to bring this up too, because Sevilla, just like Valencia is one of the most important teams here in La Liga. And yeah. the league is so much better when these teams are top notch and fighting for fourth place and also fighting for the title. And unfortunately, Sevilla are looking at the bottom of the table. So I, when these teams fall, it's harder for them to come up because they just don't have the financial resources like Real Madrid or Barcelona. And I really want to see this team climb up. And especially, you know, I love the theme song. It's one of my favorite theme songs out there. Oh, really? But yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I the way they do it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very like melodic. You know, it's like, you know, can very... you sing a little bit? No, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> please, please. Just a tiny part. And more importantly, I think Lopetegui is going to head to England to coach Wolves. That is the, the the latest rumor on that. But I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, I always joke around about how he left the Spanish team to go to Real Madrid and that whole well, debacle. That's not, he didn't left the Spanish no. team. He didn't left. The, he got fired. He, he got fired. Exactly. Okay. That's not the same. That's not the same. Yeah, at but all. still, like he should, he should have just stayed with the Spanish team. And just played his cards right and then got the Real Madrid team. You know, that's uh, whatever. We always go back into history and think about it. Again, I just – I think it's uh, – I'm not a big fan of his football. I'm just more importantly of what's going on here in La Liga uh, because of these teams that are having financial difficulties. You know, Sevilla is not the only one. We can go down the whole list. Betis as well, yeah. another Sevillan team having having trouble. All right, enough of Lopetegui. This is Barca talk, not Sevilla talk. So let's get into <laughs> – Tuesday night, Mariana, what the effing hell? Uh, you saw the, you saw, I'm sure you saw the WhatsApp messages in Patre- in our Patreon group. Yes. Not only during the match, but also the day after. And I'm just kind of at a loss of words because Barcelona have a lot of money invested in video, data, analytics, and so forth. And I cannot imagine that they are happy with the performance on Tuesday. But again, we have this Barcelona has the same type of performance in another difficult away place midweek in Champions League. What were your initial thoughts after the match on Tuesday night? My initial thoughts was remember, uh, like the Barca Talk Cafe episode about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I don't remember exactly, but you were like I'm so concerned with the with this with this match against Inter. Now it's like no, I'm concerned about Bayern. But you were really like no, no, and um, you were right. You were right. Um, I mean, like I I have there's two parts of my of my answer you know like the first part is like yes that's not the best team but but we know all these 
all these players that are out, you know, for injured for this with his national team. But we need to talk about this VAR situation, you know, about this penalty, because I think um, that it could change, like, the result. I mean, I'm not saying, like, oh, yes, uh, we the Barca didn't win because of that. But, well, that's something I really want to talk about. I mean, of course, it wasn't a good game. And one of the things that I that I questioned Xavi, you know, like, mm, is Debele. You know, it's like, oh, my God, why? Why? It's like, stop, like, having him, like, I don't know, like, he's one of the most important, you know, like, El Pilar, because he is not. So if <laughs> I must say, like, okay, I don't agree with with Xavi, that's definitely one of the things that I don't agree with him because the rest is probably what he could do because of the injuries, you know? I don't know if you agree with me. Well, I do and I don't. So with the VAR situation, I think that's the easiest thing to look at because it's one call, it's a penalty, and you think that's one play. But to me, I never want to have your play hinge on the VAR or referee decision. To me, when I look at the stats, that they only had two or three shots on target, on goal, that's part of the problem. The, yeah. the problem, too, is believing that you're going to eventually score with the style that we always have from that side to side. That match on Tuesday, if I was telling you that was Kumin on the sideline, Setien or Valverde, there was no difference the way we were playing. And that to me is always what I have the biggest problem with because Mariana, the coach of Inter, right, Inzaghi, he probably beforehand of the match was like, I know that Barcelona are not going to do anything different or surprising. We're going to play a back five and counter. And Inter had two shots and one shot on goal. And it's the same thing. And I'm telling you, Mariana, this is the same thing that just frustrates me to more, mainly because the main issue is because I want Champions League glory. I want Champions League trophies. Mm -hmm. And the only way that Barcelona is going to get out of this is if they adapt some sort of tactic. I'm not saying they have to, to make a whole new formation, but they have to do something. Maybe have two forwards up the middle or something like this. But going back to your point with Dembele being a pilar, that also frustrates me too because how many times did he lose the ball? At? Troy in our in our, our Patreon group said 38 times. That is that is unforgivable for me because exactly. if you're going to stay true to the Barca style, the Barca style is about possession and not losing the ball. The way Dembele was so loose with the ball, it it's it irks me so much because he's not doing anything productive with those opportunities. And so again, I just think the lineup was wrong. I thought the attitude was wrong. And there's just a lot of things going on with this Champions League. And again, Mariana, I always think back. We had Messi, the best player of all time, and we still couldn't get out of Champions Leagues, right? Yeah. This tournament is so effing difficult. And we had the chat in our Patreon group where people were saying, oh, Inter haven't won four matches out of six. And I said, well, I do not care about the league. Champions League, completely different. Everyone raises their level to another level because they know the world is watching, right? Mariana, how many matches have you seen of Inter this season outside of Champions? Huh. 
Exactly. Like, <laughs> well, <it> one? <laughs> because my husband. Ah, yeah, that's right. But it's like I'm not really paying attention. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah. when it's Champions League, everyone is watching these matches, right? The world is watching. So, of course, if you're playing for Inter, you're saying, I'm going to give my best effort. And that is what is happening here. And it just frustrates me, Mariana, because we believe in Xavi in the league. And I have no problem with the league. And I'm going to say this again. I have no problem with the style, what's happening in the league. I'm happy with that. But if we truly want to win Champions League glory and compete at this highest level with these teams – all these matches are not walkovers. So, Maria, let me ask you this question to take away from what I've just said, my monologue. I'm, I apologize because I've always get upset about this topic. <laughs> I, I, want, I, I, I was going to ask you something, but you go. You no, go no, no. I was going to ask you something first. Uh -huh. Like, do you have 100% faith that Barcelona are going to be easily gaining those three points at home against Inter? Because I don't. I think it's going to be a dogfight and it's a lot, it's going to be a lot harder than people think. And that's. The thing yeah, is, Champions Italy, League is so different. Yeah, easily, definitely not, not, not. But I think that Barcelona can win um, because it's the Camp Nou. I know fans are gonna be like really supporting. I know they're gonna work hard these days, but it's not gonna be an easy thing. But what I wanted to ask you is about the lineup. I mean, besides this Dembele thing, um, what was like your best? lineup i mean like oh i could have done this i would have done that yeah the first thing is i would have put rapinha right right wing i think rapinha is more dangerous and more direct on the right and he also shoots from goal on the left he just yeah. it's not his position and i'd rather sacrifice dembele going to the left if you want to start dembele but have an optimal rapinha i mean these are small little things but i also think maria the midfield lacked direction and aggressiveness. How many times on a counterattack did we not go forward? And those are the mm -hmm. things that we have to take advantage. We are so much more dangerous when we're on the run, taking advantage of our talent instead of passing back and trying to do that. That also frustrates me. But let me go back to you, Mariana. The next game at the Camp No is going to be at what time? Do you know? Um, let me check because I'll, I'll let you. I'll let no. No, I mean, no. I know my credential was asked, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm I'm just... I'm, I'm 95 percent sure it's the early kickoff. It's 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah, it's 9 p.m. Because I was listening to the news today and they were saying 6:30. So my bad on the information. Oh, no. But let me ask you this: Do you think that the Camp No is going to rival the atmosphere that there was at the San Siro on Tuesday night? Um. Well. Yes, I mean, come now on these last matches has been has been on fire. So it's I I think that well I, I wasn't forced in San Siro, but I, I I'm pretty much faithful that it's going to be really important. I mean, like these uh, this yeah like these last matches, fans are being supporting and they have been really intense. So. That's that's for sure. I mean, I'm not concerned about the fans or people attending or fans being like, mm, no, like right now, I mean, for what I've seen in the camp now, people are really like, fans are really like conectados, you know, enchufados, like, yes, we're there, we're supporting Barca, like the best team in the world. So the fans, I'm not really concerned, actually. All right. I'll take your word for it because... 
I don't know. I just, you know, it just seems now that Barcelona just has this run of away games that every away game, the other team gives their top effort and we just don't have aggressiveness to go for goal. And that bothers me a lot. Let me just give you some quick stats real quick before we move on to the messy topic. Mm-hmm. Barcelona had 72% possession, Mariana, 72. Mm-hmm. 706 passes, okay? 706 passes compared to 296 from Inter, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're talking a lot of passes. But yet again, the shots on target or on goal are the same, too. And Inter were able to hit that one. I mean, it wasn't, it was not Ter Stegen's fault. It was not the defense. It was a good shot taken. It was from outside the box. And again, I'm just, I'm going to talk more about this in the next episode with Craig about maybe some options of how to fix this, but I just need to vent this because I feel like I'm the only one really venting about this idea that you have to have two different types of strategy for this tournament and it just doesn't seem to work. And these bad results keep mounting up because if we look backwards, Mariana, you know, from Pep to Tito to, you know, whoever you want to say the last coaches, we always have these performances against these top-notch teams in a way. And I'm not saying Inter is a top, top-notch team, but they're good enough, you know? And again, what is the goal? The goal is to win Champions League, especially to compete with Real Madrid. And I don't know, Mariana, I'm just, you're my, you're my therapist for tonight. So I'm just venting. I'm just venting. I just, I just get so upset about this because, you know, Mariana, like I was telling my friend, I got this new TV. Yeah, I got a new TV and I, it's, you know, full 4K HD, all these things. And I was so upset. The first thing I watch on is the Barcelona match against Inter, you know? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, now I get to see these players in bigger picture not play well, you know? And that's just not something, I, I don't know, Mariana. And I was telling my friend who's come here now, we were joking. He's come to the last four years, all the Barcelona Champions League, because I enticed him. I said, come for the Champions League. And I asked him, I asked him, when was the last time you saw Barcelona look like proper Barcelona. He was like the first leg against Liverpool. Hmm. When we won three. And even that I say wasn't the greatest, but obviously the goals were spectacular. We won three, three, nothing. But again, that's how long, like these performances have not been put together. And obviously the last thing I just wanted to hype Mariana is that Xavi has a 500 record now in champions. If we conclude last year and this year, mm-hmm. I think it's six and six, right? Three and three. So yeah, actually, three, three, I was three. I was gonna t- I was taking a look like at the data of Xavi on the bench in in Europe and Barcelona have not been performing well, you know, because um, in the year he has been on the bench, Barca have played eleven games, like in the Champions League and Europa League, and on those three three possible points, only thirteen have been obtained so it's not like even in europa league yeah, it was like I, yes we can do this so i don't know it's a situation with europe <laughs> for sure for sure and yeah. you know you can say you know as i was listening to people on twitter and other podcasts and stuff you can say that because of the var decision that's all we lost but it's not it's not that it's just the most visible thing we see because yeah, that's the well. thing. But throughout the match, we did not take our chances very well to make luck go on our side. Now you can, I will completely say that the referee missed the, uh, the VAR thing. But the thing is, I never want to leave the decision of the match 
to the referee in the well, world, right? of course. I mean, it's not about the referee, but the thing is that was a game changer, you know? <laughs> like, if, so it's like, it's not the um, referee's fault, but of course it, of course it matters, you know? Of course, of course. So, but also, Mariana, what was happening before? The, the, the 80 minutes before, right? I mean, we're not talking, you know, uh, early in the match or anything like this. We're talking at the end of the match where Barcelona had the whole match, especially with the amount of possession and the passes they were unable to dictate. All right, Mariana, we're gonna, I'm going to talk more about with this with Craig about how Xavi could come up with some options uh, of adapting different things for future Champions League tough matches. But, Mariana, this week here in Spain, of course, from your friend, mm-hmm. Joseph Pedrol, on I think Monday or Tuesday, <laughs> uh, basically started this, I don't know, this news that Messi is not going to sign his extension at PSG. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. And that second thing, he's not ready to go to MLS because he continues. he wants to continue to compete. And the third thing is that he wants to come back to Barcelona. What say you, Mariana, of this latest news? <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, wait, I'm, I must show you this. Like, <laughs> I'm holding Messi in my hands right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's a lot of, um, like people say here, humo. You know, like at this moment, I don't trust any of this information because, okay, he might not want to be another year on PSG, okay? Uh, and of course, maybe he's not like, I'm not MLS to play or not, you know, like I still have football. But um, we know the way he left Barcelona. We know about how broke is the relationship with Laporta. So to me, it's not easy at all. Not easy at all. And well, uh, a few weeks ago, like two to three weeks, El Mundo leaked those like the information about what he was requesting, you know, to stay at the, Bar- at the Barcelona before before COVID. You know, so um, definitely it's not easy. I think we're gonna have like a lot of drama and telenovela, but right now it's too soon, too soon to be like, yes, this is happening or not happening, you know, because there's so much, like we have a lot before that. Now we got the World Cup. Uh, There's, there's, I don't know, there's too much to think about it. I don't know. Um, But if you ask me, of course, I want Messi return to return. Of course, I want Messi in the camp now with ninety thousand people, like saying, saying like you are the best player in the in the history of the club and in the world. Of course, I want that, but I don't know if that's realistic, and I don't know if it's gonna happen. You know, I cannot say like no, it's not gonna happen, but I can, I can, but I cannot assure you as well. I don't know. How do you feel? Because. Uh, we always have like our difference when it's about Messi, you know. Well, you know, Messi is top three favorite player of mine of all time. So that's that's not without a doubt. But where does he even fit now? I don't want to see him back. He doesn't play defense. And I just think fo- football, football wise, it just doesn't make sense. Right. And I think that's what we have. You have to take the emotion out of it. You have to take the emotion out. 
Now, again, I love this. Umo, smoke, right? There, your boy, Pedro, just loves coming up with these rumors and these things for the, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the Chiringuito show. I mean, man, it got picked up worldwide. I mean, he loves it. He loves it. Uh, so, yes, th this is the hottest thing coming out here. Again, I think ultimately, like, he went to PSG to see. He still has football left, but I just don't think in footballing terms, you have to take the emotion out. He's just not the player that Barca need right now. Like, where does he even fit in the, in the, in the field? And as Xavi was asked this question, Xavi said, you know, I love him. He's my friend, but this is not the moment to talk about that, you know? And also I, from reading between the lines, I just don't think Xavi wants him. I think Xavi would always go younger for players that are going to be more effective in total football, not just in the attacking. And we know that Messi can still play. I'm not saying he can't. Yes, but sure can. Exactly. Like the on, on last night, he scored a goal. You know, on Wednesday yeah. night, he scored a goal, and it was it, a goal. It's not a goal. It was a golazo, exactly. Yeah, it was a golazo. Yeah, it was yeah. a golazo. But the thing is, he's able to play a role with them with PSG where he's not asked to press and to counter on defense like Xavi's asking these players. And so you lose that. Now, obviously – the vice president of Barcelona was asked today about the messy rumors. And he said, we've made the impossible happen. So I'm not sure where this is going to end up. And like you said, Maria, I don't know about you. We are in the beginning of October and it already feels like the longest season ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with all this news, the up and downs, international break injuries, you know, we didn't escape the champions now without the World uh, Cup. It's and like, now the World uh, Cup. The yeah, World yeah. Cup. Really quick, I have to. I have. I have a thing to gripe with you. So, um, I've been listening to some podcasts about the World Cup, and mm -hmm. I, I they use the word soccer so much I can't listen to it, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> I'm such a football snob. I hate it. I hate the word soccer. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And why? anytime I hear people say why, soccer. Why, why? Tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> well, because it doesn't make sense, first of all. It's football. Like, that's the first yeah. thing. And, like, I always say football and American football. Like, those are the two things that you differentiate. And also okay. the way broadcasters say soccer. Like, I just – it just – it just – it does – and especially, like I said, Mariana, I'm a football snob. So this is why I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't – I don't like the word soccer, but also just hearing the word. I don't know. It's just a word that just drives me crazy. It's like when someone pronounces a bad word, you know, like in Spanish incorrectly, like a giddy or something, you're just like, oh, man, Ugh. I can't I can't unhear it, you know. And so when I hear the word soccer now, it just drives me crazy. So anyway, Mariana, uh, the match this week, yeah. this weekend against Celta, it's another tough opponent. Celta has had Barcelona's number in the past years, obviously. Iago Aspas is has his best games against Barcelona, it seems, all the time. What do you see for this? I mean, they were able to escape Mallorca with a, with three points. This is a tough game as well. Does Xavi rest players knowing that Inter is next week? Yeah, I think, um, first of all, he's here at the Camp Nou. So that's an advantage for sure. And, of course, I know it's not like the most easy you know, opponent, but mm, I'm not I'm not concerned about this. I think Barcelona can can win this match. Yes, I think they. Um, I'm not really concerned actually. I am. I'm you concerned. are. I'm very concerned. <laughs> no, because 
This is the thing, Mariana. We we always talked about this stretch of games, these matches being very, very difficult. And I also think a lot of players have the Classico in the, in the, in the in the future, right? Exactly. They want the Classico, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, players now are trying to find the balance of when they want to push themselves and not push themselves and not they do not want to get injured heading into these last weeks before the World Cup training camps, right? So you have all this stuff going on, right? And I think this match against Celta, we already know Celta plays Barcelona very difficult. Celta didn't play this week. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. fully rested, right? And yeah. I don't know what lineup Xavi's going to roll out there. Is it going to be Lewandowski pushing him to the max because we need the points and to keep up with Real Madrid? Or does Xavi take a chance to take a rest for those players, knowing that the intermatch is more vital but also you need some momentum, right? You need some good feelings from the camp. No, to feel good that you can see the ball hit the back of the net and see these things. It's very complicated because especially with all the injuries, you do not have the options to play as many players as you once did four weeks ago. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if that makes you feel like better, but Celta de Vigo uh, lose against Atletico de Madrid, like Atletico won four to one and against Valencia. So I mean that is I'm I'm not I'm not that concerned. I, I I'm really not that concerned. Um I think if Atletico de Madrid and Valencia can do can they did all those goals, I think Barcelona can can do it. That's always the the dangerous thing, Mariana, is to say that one to one type of thing. Because the only thing that that worries me is, you know, the midfield uh, looks a little ragged right now. Like for example, I thought Pedri had moments in the intermatch, but I don't think it was one of his best matches from zero to ninety. And again, I don't know if the international break took a toll on him where he was playing some matches. Again, the midfield always is the workhorse of the team. And I just don't see that drive right now that we saw at the beginning of the season. Again, Mariana, it's complicated. I mean, I I always have <laughs> reservations with Celta because it doesn't matter who they play. They always – like I remember Nolito scoring goals against us, right, mm-hmm. when he was on that mm-hmm. team and stuff. So, I mean, thank God it's at the Camp No, so it's not in, in Galicia, so we don't have that to worry about. But, again, uh, Celta will definitely be hungry. The other thing I have really quick just to finish the show off – even though Barcelona lost to Inter, they're not as bad as Atletico, who lost to Bruges. Did you see this? They lost 2 nothing on Tuesday night. Yeah. Pathetic. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if Simeone needs to go, but as I was telling my, my friend I was watching the match with, you cannot have Morata, Jao Felix, Griezmann, uh-huh. right? Correa, right? Carrasco, and not score one goal against Bruges. I'm sorry. It is unacceptable. Yeah. And I don't know if Simeone is going to last after the season, because I think... I think, yeah, I I don't think so. I mean, I I don't think he's going to stay more because this is not new, you know. I think he's a little bit, like, burned out and things are not working for... Things has not been working for a while, so... Uh, I will not be surprised if, like, the end of the season is like okay, end of the Simeone era. Yeah, this is not. This was not a good week in champions for the La Liga teams, except for one. Mm-hmm. And again, they just know how to play in the Champions League, and that is Real Madrid. So, uh, are you going to the match on Sunday? Oh my God, Sunday yes, nine I o'clock. Am. Oh my gosh. 
Are you gonna uh, fall asleep? I am. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Sunday at nine. You know, it's just it's hard. You know, like we were talking. You know, obviously we want the Classico to be at nine o'clock. Obviously that's different. You know, on a Saturday mm -hmm. night that's amazing because you go to the bar afterwards. You go, ah, you know, you feel the vibe of the city. But yeah. Sunday at nine o'clock is a totally different. At least it's not four o'clock. You know, so I'm 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 happy with that. But. Whew, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. We need, <laughs> they'll they'll definitely need the energy from the crowd. I'm curious to see what is that crowd is going to be like to give, you know, this team energy because right now, Mariana, they're just in a home with all the injuries, the performance, the lack of momentum, all these things that we had the good feelings before the international break. So uh, these are the things to look for. Anyway, Mariana, thanks for joining me. Uh, we will talk next week as we preview the Classico and, and also we'll talk oh, about the, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. We'll preview the Classico next episode as well as talk about the following intermatch. So we'll, we'll talk, we'll hook up next Friday. So Mariana, have a good weekend. Uh, feel better, feel better. I, I'm try, I will try to survive. <laughs> bye bye. Adeo. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.